Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the In This League Fantasy Podcast Network. In This League Fantasy Baseball Podcast. Online at InThisLeague.com. Subscribe to the show on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Interact and follow the show on Twitter at InThisLeaguePod. Now, here's your hosts, Bogman and the Welsh. What's up? Episode 153, Bogman and the Welsh for In This League, the Fantasy Baseball Podcast Edition. Oh, what do you know? You're actually listening to the right podcast, are you? Because it's still baseball season. Are you guys gone? Don't go away. Just because the All-Star break is out doesn't mean you need to go away. We are happy to present to you episode 153, right off the heels, actually, of our live radio show. And as some are calling it the worst, like, three days of sports. Like, uh, I guess two days, maybe, right? Wednesday and Thursday? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, at least the ESPYs are on Wednesday. Mm. Thursday, there's really nothing. That, like, Thursday is the day you get itchy. You're like, okay. I'm not set my lineup in enough time, so let's go. Come on. SBs, I'd still uh I'd still say that it's not except the incredible burn. <laughs> shade. That, pa- that the, the shade that Peyton Man. Can can we play it? Let's play it right now. And our gymnastics team was so dominant that Kevin Durant told me he wants to play for them next year. <laughs> I tell you, I don't think he'd start for that team, Kevin. Yeah. Russell Westbrook, what do you think? Incredible shade with the Kevin Durant. It's amazing. It's, it's incredible. <laughs> but this episode, 153, Bogman and I, as we are getting back into the heels and the throws of fantasy baseball, it's very common this is the drop-off for a lot of people. But uh, don't go anywhere because we are going to entertain you and we will inform you, especially if you're doing keeper leagues all season long. we got lots and lots of answers for your dynasty and keeper questions. So we have got the ball bag this week. We'll be looking at the first half of the season, how the ranks look, maybe look a little bit into the future. And we have got the oh moment of the week. But Bogman, the biggest headline from the All-Star game, because there's a lot happen. The biggest thing that we are going to walk away from we had the we had the futures game the celebrity game we had the home run derby we had the actual game aaron judge hitting the light the biggest story the freeze is a fraud (laughs) (laughs) he is a damn fraud he got beat by just some bro just some dude i i think i saw he was like the son-in-law of like the Reds, like pitching coach. It doesn't matter. The guy, the guy looked like skinnier me, uh, except I'm a little bit taller. And he smoked 
the freeze. I'm starting to, Bogman, I, I know I'm going to say this and you're going to immediately dispute it, but I think I could beat the freeze. No, no way. No. I think I could beat the freeze. No, no, he's nope. a fraud. He's a fraud. Yeah, is this like is fraudulent? This your cutter is awesome too. Yeah, yeah, because you cannot beat the freeze. It's better no cutter way. than the freeze, guaranteed. Do you free- have you'd have a tough time beating me right now. There's no way you could beat the freeze. I definitely beat you. I definitely beat you. The freeze In is a out. Race? The- I don't Absolutely. know. It'd be pretty close. No, I mean, I mean we're, both, we're both really out of shape. Really, really so, bad. But I I'd- mean, it would have to be like no more than like fifty meters. I other think. Than that, it's who gets to the inhaler first. I th- I think if we were given the opportunity to do like you know like the four hundred meters like with the you know like we you, you pass you have a team like it's like four people right. and you pass the, the pole or whatever the pole. Oh. I think you and I could beat the freeze under that scenario. Nope. No. No. He's a fraud. He lost in the All Star sure game. I'm sure he's a fraud, but we're fat. Like we we can't be. He is at least in shape. We can't beat him. He's in really good shape. But when he's was a, the last time you ran? Like I know you do your hikes and stuff, but last time you like ran. I mean, it's just so hot in Arizona. And you run weird too because your legs are so long and weird. I just I stride. I'm very elegant, like a nah, gazelle. No, no, you like if a, a gazelle had broken legs. The, Don't worry, I, mean, I run like a turtle, so I'm not saying I run great. I'm just saying that you run like a gazelle with broken legs. You you seen that meme of the horse that only has two legs? They're like they put the horse head on the body with only two legs running. What? That's like you. Have you ever seen that meme? No, no. Hey, remember our buddy Stalling runs like an ostrich. He's oh, he, my, he, he, my favorite human being to watch run ever because his whole body moves, but his head stays the same. No, well. <laughs> From his neck up, everything is still. <laughs> he does it. He trots too. Yeah. Oh God, what a weird looking person. The three of us. I don't know. <laughs> He's not a weird looking person at all. He just runs so. No, he, I mean, I love Stalin, but yeah, he runs totally crazy. And sometimes when he's wearing baseball cleats and he walks on <laughs> cement, he slips and falls and Bogman right. laughs and points all at him. All right, all right. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to crush him, Jesus. All right, well, uh, we were crushed by the freeze and his fakeness. He's a total fraud. He's out here uh, sending out emails to everybody saying that you know they had a rich uncle that died and they only need, and they have $13 billion coming to them and all he needs is their bank account. He is the biggest fraud um, out on the freeze. I was a big fan. I was going even reach out to him to have him on the podcast done i i'm i'm out on the now freeze the freeze is not good enough for this podcast nope nope the freeze wow. or joe pizapia that's how it goes so <laughs> i threw some shade by the way uh if you guys want to check it out you can listen to the uh, I, I have no idea where it'll go it was fun though uh the radio show that we do it's now live the fantasy sports radio network it's in this league live we did our first show we're literally recording this like 30 minutes after we got done with it and it was crazy it was fast it we held our own really fast. Yeah. Steve, Steve Gardner, he had some comments about the All Star Game. So if you want to go back and check Wells it out, threw me immediately under the bus. I think uh, I threw like everybody. I threw everybody under the bus on that episode except for Jake Seeley and uh, Steve that's Gardner. True. Yeah, yeah. So just yeah. like you and Pizza Pia. Yeah, all of your friends, me and Pizza Pizza, <laughs> yeah, threw, threw us right under the bus. Yeah, well, Pizza Pizza doesn't get back to me, so I don't know what to do. So, <laughs> uh, Freeze is a fraud. This episode's not, though. Go to uh, go to NSLeague.com if you want to check out the podcast that we're going on for football, for Prospect 1. I didn't have a Prospect 1 last week, but got one this week. And actually a cool one, 
James Anderson from RotoWire, he's out on a little mini trip. He's, he's going Speaking to, of best friends. Best friend, bestie, James Anderson. He is doing three different um, uh, minor league ballpark games. And on Thursday, we're going to check in live at the ballpark, I think. And he's nice. going to recap all the prospects he saw. Plus, I have a little audio from an AZL League game I did. And I'm going to go over some of the, you know, some of the um, international stuff that happened. Plus, amazing ITL member Jesse Severe has helped me really pimp the prospect sheet that I have out where we've got the ages done. We also have a chart where you can kind of see the up and down movement that's happened per rank. It's very, very cool. You're going to like it. And we're adding new stuff because he is an intelligent, intelligent person. I am not that. And he was that's able true. to master the um, the Google Sheets. So if you want to check out all that stuff in this league.com, it'll take you to the ITL Army. We would absolutely love to have you. You can listen to our comedy shows, which we've got a brand new one next week, actually. My prospect list, which you can get there, is dropping on Friday or Saturday. So there's always good content. There's always a lot of good extra content that you can get, and uh, you are supporting Bogman and I in all of our crazy ventures of attempting to do live radio podcasts. I don't know if people realize this. At this current moment, we are doing five shows a week. Two football, two baseball, mm. plus a live radio show. That's just it's, right it's now. a lot. Oh, I'm doing six, by the way, because I have prospect one. So. Yeah, I have CFF. Okay, so we're both doing six shows a week right now. Uh, that's not to mention that basketball hasn't come back in. Uh, it's a lot. So if you guys want to support us, we deeply appreciate it. Even when you guys just do iTunes reviews, uh, send out tweets, encouragement, lots of new Welsh order that's going on right now. So Jesus. Uh, yeah, every, uh, nobody likes me. Uh, we talked about this earlier. The new people like you, the Army likes me. Yeah, that's just a product of like, you know, if you don't know me, you like me. And then if you know me, I guess you just don't like me. So, yeah, I think that's correct. Okay. Uh, speaking of not being liked, that takes us directly <laughs> to the ocean. What moment a segue. What does that do? Does that blow your mind? That just happened. Oh my God. Oh, you have to be right here. Yes, that sound that you hear right now. Yes, you have never, never felt those feelings from an all-star game. Uh, the I've only feelings you've never you have, heard a woman make that noise. The only, <laughs> the only feeling you have ever felt inside of you during an all-star game is your stomach churning when Chris Berman goes. Bark, 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 bark. I used to pay to go to the home run derby just to not have to hear Berman. How many did you go to? How many have you been to? I've been to four. Let's see. Uh, 2010, 2011, 2012. Skip 2013, 2014. Yeah, so I went to four. I feel like you going to four and not hearing Chris Berman is equivalent. It's like dog years. Like I feel like you acquired about 35 days <laughs> more of life back on you from not hearing Chris Berman alone. Yeah, you're probably right. Our, our, we found out, by the way. We, I, I did not know that there were any people that still like Chris Berman, but our super producer on our live radio show, Chris Bavona, our super producer, he was a Chris Berman fan, and I was shocked. I was shocked. Yeah, he's the one. That's okay. it. Well, Nobody uh, else. Speaking of one, it is pretty amazing. So as everyone knows, Chris Berman off the broadcast, Jessica Mendoza, former softball player, she's on. Uh, she's been doing it. She's been doing this for a while, right? She's been with ESPN doing yeah, some announcing for since a while. last year. I'm yeah. I'm pretty not in on a lot of what ESPN does. When I do, it's usually on mute, so it doesn't. It has nothing to do with anybody. So I just don't even know what's going on. Who's announcing anything anymore? I can't even tell who's working for who anymore. Did you see this stuff? Not to go on a tangent here, like Jason Stark 
has been let go. Um, you've had Ken Rosenthal. He put out a tweet today as we're recording this that says, the reason I don't write anymore is because Fox Sports is strictly video. Just throwing yeah, shade. Video. And I actually went to Fox Sports. I had no idea. There was not one written word except des- descriptors of videos. So <laughs> I can't keep up with all the change that's going on. You know, the only thing we- I see anymore is Tim Kirchant doing, you know, like short little videos of him reading the lyrics of Pitbull. Like that's the content that they're putting out. <laughs> yet they can't have really, really great. Tim Kirchant, <laughs> ESPN. We can't have great writers and the people we've grown up with. We can't have their content anymore because places like ESPN or like Fox Sports are just getting rid of all of them. So beside the point i can't keep track of who does what but it was incredible incredible the hate that was thrown jessica mendoza's way Stink, and I hate it. because of what would you call it her excitement for the all yeah. what would you I'll, call I'll it i'll say this yeah i'll say this like berman i hated uh, and i didn't like I didn't hate anything more that he did than the home run derby. The home run derby is my favorite thing about the all-star break. I don't really care about the game that much. It's fun. I enjoy I'd actually put the all-star game third. I'd go home run derby, futures game, all-star game. A hundred percent agree. Yeah. I mean, it's cool to see like when I saw, I saw Derek Jeter's last all-star game. That was really cool. That was probably the coolest moment of that. All-star did you really? Game. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. It was in Minnesota in 2014. So I saw him, you know, he tipped his cap to all the fans and everything. So that was pretty cool to see. But I don't know, man. Like the home run derby is just a lot of fun. And I did I did kind of get annoyed with her at one point. I was like, has she never seen a home run before? Because she kept going, <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, you know. That's over the Marlins. Wow. It's all, like I said, all the noises I've never heard a woman make. Except uh, through uh, internet in speakers. Yeah, I'm thinking right. Uh, yeah. computer except for, speakers except through these headphones that i'm wearing right now yeah so um excitable excitable is what very excitable say. so i was like okay like that's kind of annoying but people despise her yeah listen like how many announcers do we really love like there's only a handful so uh, one person over here loves who's the um just drew a blank hawk harrelson like some if, if you're a Sox fan you love hawk harrelson yeah. yes if you're eh. not you hate. No, 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 people defend him like to the death. They'll, they'll defend him to the death. But otherwise, he's horrible. Like people hate Homer. So you people were, love Harry Carey. I mean, there's likable announcers. Well, you've been I love sco- because if you've seen them for 50 years, when yeah, you see a guy for 40, 50 years, of yeah. course you do. People don't like new things. Well, how long was Berman on? And everybody hated Berman. Yeah, but that's then. No, that's like that's like because a because you can't avoid him. Like at least if you're listening to a game. You can switch to the other team's call. Yeah, it's like it's you know like an I mean? STD without like a, a cream. Like that's what it was. You know what mm. I mean? Yeah. No. <laughs> the analogy hit home a little bit too much. Uh-huh. <laughs> it did not, did not sound good. I had immediate flashbacks. Okay, I'm just saying that's what what he reminded me of. But the whole thing. It's pretty intense. It's pretty intense of where it went. I'm going to read you the. We got two things here because I'm going to just say this. I don't really care. Like that's fine. I, I'm I'm I don't care who does them. I think she did a fine job. Was it great? No. Was it bad? No. It was fine. Was it funny? Absolutely. There was funny stuff. Carl Ravitch, as you heard in the open part, did his hor. I mean, if there isn't a clip that encompassed the home run derby in five seconds, it's that clip. We let's play it again right here. I don't want to hear Carl Ravitch going back, back, back. And then you have her going, yes. <laughs> the vitriol that went online 
was pretty insane. It started in my eyes when I saw this. This account. Oh, boy, this account. It was STL Cardinals 01. And I clicked on it when I saw it. And it's a, it's kind of had like 12,500 likes or like people following them. And, you know, they weren't like following like 15,000 themselves. It was a legit like, wow, this is a fan account. This dude says, should there be female sports announcers? The, the, the responses are, eh, no, never. Bro, bro, let me tell you something. That's it? That's all? Like, uh, yeah, how many? Of course. Eh, is, is... no, never. He's implying never, 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 never. At the time, I'm looking at, um, uh, if you guys know Melanie Newman, she does uh, She does a lot of great work. She does stuff out here in Arizona. She does Arizona Fall League because her her uh, screenshot of it's really funny to me. She's got the tweet, and then she has the Natalie Portman. You know, the clap where Natalie Portman's got the face like, uh-huh. You know, have you seen that one? <laughs> no. Uh, it's really funny. Go look at her thing. But um, I- I'm looking at this. The poll had been up for three hours. It had third, almost 30 700 votes on it and Jeez. people were one of the first responses i saw were, was keith law says grow up and delete your account that's a dumb ass thing that's a dumb ass thing and it's and it leads to a whole nother ball game of you know conversation of chauvinists and being like can women do this type of stuff to well, see that he, here's what i'll say about about that is Susie colber has has done uh sideline reporting before right or not sideline reporting i mean in the booth I don't remember people complaining about Susie Colbert like they did Jessica Mendoza. I don't know. So, so it's, there's something to it. Like I don't really care. I watch Sunday night football usually or Sunday night baseball usually with the uh, mute on, not because I don't like the announcers, but we're usually recording something at that point. The Welsh, so I don't really pay that much attention to Jessica Mendoza. I know people hate her. I think it's probably fifty percent misogynist and fifty percent. She's not that good. I remember the first couple games she did when people were talking about, oh, there's going to be a woman in the booth, blah, blah, blah. I listen. She's a little bit chatty, a little bit too much. But, I mean, she's probably nervous. It's her first couple you know, goes at it were not that great. But I'm sure she's gotten at least a little bit better. <laughs> the Twitter, but, um, the Twitter the people stuff. hate her. This the Twitter hates her. The, now, like, listen, like, some of it's funny. Like, there are funny – like, the funniest one – is the the person that did Justin Mendoza after every home run, and it's that Hillary where she's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. that's hilarious. Oh, looking at the bal- balloons. Yeah, I like the, the balloons. one that says um, Jessica Mendoza. W- when Jessica Mendoza is on, and he switched to the Spanish uh, take. Yeah, it the- says, I just changed the channel to ESPN2 so I could stop listening to Jessica Mendoza. By the way, I don't understand Spanish. That person Here's the, uh, this one's funny because it's from B. Welsh, B-Welsh. What? It's the, uh, the Tom... Like Tom and Jerry, and it's a Tom gif of him doing the fingers to his head and pulling the trigger. Be Welsh. That's not me. Be Rabbit. Is don't, that you? Don't at me. You, uh, you know what's funny is I actually do see one woman on these tweets, and it says, get Jessica Mendoza out of baseball. Ooh, this one, this one, uh, the Dirty Sports says, so glad we have Jessica Mendoza to, com- to, to commentate. Her years of playing a completely different sport totally makes her qualified. Oh, come <laughs> That's on. It's pretty brutal. But then you have defense. This guy, Ryan McChrystal, says, it's amazing how many men can't handle Jessica Mendoza just because she's a woman who knows more about baseball than them. It's a, it's a fight that is will see no end, but like comments on a YouTube video 
<laughs> like this, I'm sorry. Jessica Mendoza calling the home run derby question mark and the person put a mute button. Like people are people are mean. But Jessica Mendoza, uh, she got a little bit back. She uh, has a tweet. I think she pinned it at the top of her um, of, her, <laughs> of her Twitter that says ESPN's T-Mobile home run derby telecast is highest rated since 2009. And boom goes the dynamite. Boom. Oh, in your face. Boom. Boom, boom, boom. Uh, a lot of uh, unfair stuff, but I don't know. I mean, I have I have a horrible sense of humor, so everything makes me laugh. The, the, but the hate, even that was a little too much. A little this too much. This is the on one the actually. Sports on notice. I'm just looking through these, and and I did recognize uh, this one when she said it. You could tell when you talked to him, he wanted to win. Jessica Mendoza, dynamite effing drop in. How is this so so good? Hashtag home run derby. That I did, I did here, and I was like. What is she talking about? Of course he wants to win. That's uh, that's like uh, what's his name, Pepper Brooks in dodgeball. Oh, yeah. I talked to Dwight Goodman and he said his team really wants to win this one. <laughs> maybe, maybe that was for me. That's there's a preview of the Ocho. ESPN's the Ocho. That's where they're they're gonna go. By the way, uh, update: Aaron Judge Homer just landed. So it just landed right now. He hit the roof and still went out. And he was just like smacking windows. What was the most surprising thing about that? That uh, neither one of our guys that we picked to win uh, were in the championship or that Stanton got drummed out in the first round? Oh, I mean, Stanton. If if, if those are the comparisons, Stanton. I'll tell you, though, seeing Judge have the most nonchalant swing of balls going like 450 feet was... It was T-Rex arms. It was emasculating is what it was. It was like, how does a human being just put a swing in that really just looks like he's just on like on the 40 mile an hour batting cage and the thing goes 450 feet. It was it, just no effort. It was crazy. This, this sports on notice, whoever this is, is killing Mendoza. I, I feel like that's the anticipation the crowd is waiting for, Jessica. He keeps quoting her bad lines. <laughs> like, at least if you're going to make fun of her, quote her lines. Don't just say she's horrible. The worst, though, was, and this was by far the worst, was that the people that were calling back for Chris Berman. People were calling uh, for no, Chris Berman back. Stupid. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, you cannot like Jessica Mendoza all you want. That's completely fine. You can't like Chris Berman. Yeah, I don't care. You, you, you don't want to like Mendoza. You don't want to like that stuff. Whatever. Go go ahead. I'll You're, take sex noises over back, 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 back all day long. Any Sick day. of it. Absolutely. Any day. All right. Uh, we got a lot to cover here. Like I said, we're going to go over ranks. We've got your questions from the ball bag. A whole lot to cover as we get into the second half of the season. So let's go talk about some ranks. As we do on every single Thursday show, we like to do a couple different things, though it's been a little odd because we had a five-show month, and then uh, we're coming into kind of this break here. We decided we want to just go and do, do a debriefing. You know what I mean? Go do a debriefing. What happened in the first half? We know, and we know. the men in black could flashy thing my team. I bet. What? Who's like the best player on your best team? Best player on my best team. Well, you got that one where it's like just a bunch of rubes and not the rube league, but you have that one where like Dude, you have all the keepers. my team in that league has sucked. Really? I'm down to fourth in in that rube league now. Wow. All my teams have gone south at some point. It's uh, like it's the book. All good. my friends are dead. Like all yeah, my players. All, all my friends are dead. Like just like the Welsh's avatar. It's like <laughs> that's my favorite avatar, by the way, I've ever had. <laughs> we, I love I love your faces all scrunched up in that picture. We too. really need to get You're very upset. 
we need to get like a, a graphics person. We need a talented ITL member out there that is good with graphics, good with photoshopping, and good with other stuff, so we can completely milk your talents for free. <laughs> And Last time you wanted to do a Bogman versus Swamp Thing shirt. I think that's I, nothing. a great idea. I've had nothing. There, I know there's a talented person out there that we can milk you for your talents but while also promoting you. <laughs> and I, I need, we need some good Photoshops like that. Because, yeah, well, uh, at least promote your stuff, for God's sake. Yeah, we yeah. got you. All right. So we're going to look at a couple different ranks here as well. We're going to do a little um, a, a debrief of the board bets that Bogman and I did before the season started. We do that with all our sports the last episode right before drafts start up. We'll make our bets uh, throughout the season. We'll kind of add some bets. Joe Juneman when the ITL Army has taken over the Bogman's Stud. Evil Tooth Twitter handle, which you want to follow because that is where board bets go. He has literally, literally gone back and listened to like every episode twice to make sure he gets all the bets. That's how dedicated some of these ITL Army members are. So hat tip to him and make sure that you go follow e- Bogman's Evil Tooth to get all your board bet. And uh, don't know about that name, Joe, but love love what you're doing. Yahoo. uh, We're going to get Yahoo. It's probably going to be very, very similar. And this is just standard. It's pretty close to the the player Raider. Yeah, they're going to be in the relative range. Here's how the first round looks right now on Yahoo after the first half. One, Max Scherzer. Two, Clayton Kershaw. Three, Aaron Judge. Paul Goldschmidt's four. Chris Sale, five. George Springer, six. Charlie Black. 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 At seven. Joey Votto, Jose Altuve, Bryce Harper, 10. Jose Ramirez at 11. Alex Wood at 12. I mean, there's multiple things to debrief here on, but the first two thing is there are three pitchers in the top five. Yeah, I mean, it's not that surprising either. You know, Trout is hurt. Uh, Goldie's obviously been awesome. Judge is putting on a, a, you know, a year for the ages. So Scherzer, Kershaw, and Sale being in the top three, not that surprising. I saw somebody work in a trade where it was like they were trying to get Chris Sale and this guy wanted like Arenado. Dude, the guy wanted like four major. He wanted like Jose Ramirez. The guy said, I want, I need Jose Ramirez, Arenado, and like two other people, like Quintana and something else I mean, just to just get Chris Sale. No, no, no. That guy, yeah, that guy, can, that guy can suck it for sure. Yeah, but it's showing it. the value that people are having on the top end pitchers. You know, we asked this question with homers. You know, we had a pretty big conversation about how, like, you know, everybody uses the home run derby as the mode of saying, you know, oh, the home run derby screwed guys. But everyone knows we kind of debunked it. We talked about Gar- with Gardner about that on the radio show. We know these are just prime players to kind of regress. What do you think about the pitchers, though? These are the best. These are the best of the best. Sale, Kershaw, Scherzer. There's no doubt about it. Are you worried about any type of regression second half from these guys who have been so studly in the first half? Not those guys. Like, the studs are studs, right? That's kind of the story that we keep going with. Scherzer, Kershaw, Sale, those are the guys. Um, You know, Alex Wood at 12, I mean, the dude's had all kinds of injury problems. He's been on the the DL this year, so. Been amazing. He's been really good when he What was that trade you got Chris or Alex Wood for? Uh, it was Alex Wood, and I got Zach Kozart for uh, Christian Arroyo and Carlos Rodon. Wow, that's a good trade. It was straight up offered to me. That's uh, uh, yeah. I mean, Alex Wood. I mean, I think Carlos Rodon's going to be good, but uh, Alex Wood has been pretty good this year, and uh, Zach Kozart's an All Star, so. You know, pretty pretty solid trade for this year, uh, and I think that could work out for them too. If you had to pick one player to have the biggest regression out of this top list, 
who is it? And if you say one of the bottom, if you say 11 or 12, I want another. Because you can say okay. it. You can say Alex Wood or Jose Ramirez if you think one of them well, are. I think it's obviously Alex Wood. Okay. So I think that he could go on the disabled list. Again. Okay, then hitter. Biggest hitter uh, regression out of this list. Um, I, I would I would have to say that probably Springer just because I think everybody else is either proven or mm. – they they do other stuff. I mean, obviously Jose kind of isn't, but yeah, no, everyone else is proven outside of Judge. I mean, Springer's proven. Yeah, but he hasn't hit home runs home runs at this pace before. Ever. Yeah, I mean, the, yeah, the, the the pacing is. And he is hasn't a been stealing bases, and the Astros haven't been stealing bases because they don't need to. Okay, so then so. by that question, if you were prime selling, if you wanted to sell on the amazing first half, sell Judge. You gotta sell Judge if you're selling anybody. I think Judge comes with the biggest risk, but he also comes with possibly the biggest upside, too. Okay. I mean, the dude hits another 30 homers in the second half. No one bat an eye, and that's 60. That's ridiculous. Look at the top 10. Um, you have Scherzer, Kershaw, Judge, Goldschmidt, Sale, Springer, Blackman, Votto, Altuve, and Harper. Who would you not trade Judge for of those 10? I don't know. Um, would you? Or would you trade Judge for any of those guys? I, I would. Is, oh, okay, so... Uh, this is confusing to me. I'm sorry. I'm asking you. You are going to trade Judge for any of these players. Would you do it for all of them? Who would you not trade? Would you trade Judge to get Vada? Would you trade Judge to get Altuve? That's what I'm asking. I would about. probably trade Judge to get about anybody on that list. On maybe those, not those Springer. Maybe not uh, Blackman. Black. Black. That's it. I would trade for Harper, Altuve, Votto, Goldie, any of the pitchers. I'm just gonna I mean, redraft keeper. I'm probably keeping judge, man. I, I'm i torn here because like, did you say, would you trade judge to get any of those pitchers or would you hold? I would trade judge to get any of those pitchers and you would trade judge to get Goldie. Uh huh. I agree with all of that. I'm and Votto like, and Altuve and Harper. I would trade judge for those guys. I'm, I'm, those guys have done it before. You know, you're right. You're, you're absolutely right about that. I got a real hard time. The, the ease of what um, Judge has done, I, we know he's going to drop, drop off a little bit. I have, uh, early, early, early on in the season, I was, I was definitely in an incorrect state of Judge. But this is also that thing like, man, I don't know, man. I don't, like, Harper's going to be good, but Judge is, like, how far is Judge going to fall? The ease of that swing, the power just flies. I voted no. Remember our original poll, the poll we did a couple weeks ago, or last week or whatever oh. it was? Where it was, uh, will Judge beat Mark McGuire's rookie home run record of 49? I said no. I'm starting to question that. I really back st- on it? I- I'm, I'm very close to going back waffling on it. Waffling waffler. The first two weeks are going to be really important on Judge. I New wonder- waffle order. <laughs> yeah, it's a good one. I wonder if Judge waffles for the first week, if we are going to see the highest transaction on any site be Judge getting traded away. I mean, his his value will never be higher than it is right now, and I know it's that's nails on a chalkboard to, to Mosher, who traded him for Conforto and Torres. I know, you oh, know, and I, I I feel bad about that, but I mean, I was like, well, Judge is never going to get his value is never going to get higher than it is now, and that was at the end of or in the middle of May, somewhere around there. But he leads the league in homers. He's the number one ranked hitter. He just won the home run derby. I mean. He's going he's to Disneyland. He's, he's going to Disneyland biggest, now. Yeah, he's the biggest star in the world right now as far as baseball goes. So his value, like the only way it gets 
better than it is right now is if he hits 30 more homers in the second half, the Yankees win the World Series and he's the MVP. Yeah, but the only like, thing that nobody talks about with him is could he sustain? Nobody talks about sustainment. They just talk about he's going to fall off the planet. And sustaining could be as simple as like he doesn't have to hit like, three. Like 329 is ridiculous. But could he end the season at 295 or, or 300 at this point with I think 50 that's homers? why everybody says like, it's ridiculous to expect him to hit 335. So let's just hope that he hits 300 and he hits 20 more homers. I might you know? be crazy. I would I would give a big pause if I was offered Altuve for my judge. I'd have to give a big pause. Yeah. Did you see those two standing next to each other the other yeah, day? By the way, it's amazing. It's like you and me. Pretty funny. Pretty funny. It's not that bad. Okay. Uh, let's look at some of the actual positional ones. Uh, starting a catcher, Salvador Perez is the number one catcher who chalks in at 87 overall, showing you that catcher thing. <laughs> Three other catchers in the top 200. So there's four catchers in the top 200. You've got Posey at 161, Romuto at 171, Gary Sanchez at 183. So what's interesting is you at least you, you have two of the top three catchers drafted, at least in the top uh, four. But the bad news is those four are only inside the top one or 200, and one of them is inside the top 100. Try to say all that together. I mean, again. at it's least Gary good. Sanchez you know, missed some games, and he's just barely in there, right? But, I mean, Posey's a good player, but you're buying Posey for what he's doing at his position, not for how great he is as a, as an overall player. If somebody oh, like had an overvaluement of like Sanchez or Posey, like, Oh, I just really want the name. I, I just would like trade them. Like catchers are just all I, like, I get like, okay, Sanchez and Posey, they're doing good. But if you got like a solid offer for one of those catchers, what's going to really stop you from going and picking up a really good pitcher or another positional need and then just picking up Alex Avila. Like, why would you not do that? Like, well, I would be primed Alex to Avila trade one of is, those. is available in no leagues now. Well, so You know what I mean, though? I'm just saying, like, th- there's going to be three more Alex Avilas in the second half. It's just well, going to happen. Maybe that's just it. Like, you don't know who it's going to be. Mike Zanino be good. is who it's going to be. Like, Alex Avila is hitting 299 with 11 homers, and he ranks 337. You know, you know who ranks ahead of him? Wilson Contreras. Mm, Mike Zanino, second half. Put it on the Mike board. Mike Zanino ranks 502. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm just something, me personally, you know, if if someone gave you preseason value for Gary Sanchez or Buster Posey, oh, yeah. I would just Move be from. there. Yeah, you're not going to trade Posey if, if someone values him at 160. But if someone is like, well, he's a number two catcher overall, and they'll trade you top 50, top 60 value, well, why would you not do that? Even if you feel like, oh, I'm trading away, you know, top tier at this position, whatever. It's whatever. garbage. Look at it. Whatever. Uh, first yeah, base. F- Give us first base, box. The first baseman, the Welsh, it's uh, these guys were pre-ranked to top 100, and they're now all 200 or lower. Wow. Miguel Cabrera, Chris Davis, Hanley Ramirez, Todd Frazier, Luke Roy, who's obviously a catcher too, Adrian Gonzalez, and Albert Pujols. So it's like any guy that was kind of old. <laughs> now just fell off a giant cliff. Any guy that's near our age is just <laughs> irrelevant, similar to us. Pick two to rebound in the second half. Uh, Chris Davis, because he's been injured and he'll come back, I think he'll be okay. And Miggy, how can you pick against Miggy? Yeah, I definitely think Miggy is the guy. I want to say Jonathan Lucroy. I think, and, and he also qualifies in that catcher area. I mean, maybe he belongs more there. I think Luke Roy can have a, a better second half. He's probably going to get moved, maybe, you know, better lineup positionally. I don't know. I'm I'm in on Jonathan Luke Roy. I'm pretty I, out on Chris Davis. 
I hope he gets moved because I've got Chirinos in AL only. So I'm all about that Chirinos life. Okay. How about the dudes that were pre-ranked 300 or higher and are now 100 or lower? We've got on that list Zimmerman, Shaw, your boy Bellinger, Smoke, Smoke. Mark Reynolds, Logan Morrison, Marwin Gonzalez, who qualifies everywhere, and Yonder Alonso. <laughs> Look at that shooting line list. Those freaking guys. A lot <laughs> of them trade candidates, too. Yonder, I think the A's Most are... Most of them undrafted. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing it's at crazy. that position too? It's crazy. And I would, you know, it, it, one thing we didn't focus on. You're saying, what is that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight first basemen who are 300 plus probably didn't get drafted that are inside the top 100. Three or four of those guys are in the top like 25. I don't. Most of these dudes I, are all stars. Yeah, I mean, bunch like, of these dudes are all stars. Like, let me look real quick, just so I can give an exact number here. Shaw, Zimmerman, Bellinger. And smoke are all inside the top forty. Actually, put Reynolds in there. Those five all inside the top forty overall. Isn't that crazy? That's, uh, it that's just, crazy. The value comes from anywhere. How about the the second baseman? The Welsh are jacked up. Okay. I feel like that old. Uh, you got jacked up. Wasn't that an old Berman thing? Oldie, it was, no, it was Keyshawn and uh, Chris who's Carter. The dude with Boom? Chris Carter? Who's, no, no. Who's a dude with boom? Tom forever? Jackson. Tom Jackson. Tom Jackson. Yeah. Altuve, Murphy, and Gordon are high picks that are performing, like right around where their their draft average was. Trey Turner was obviously he's hurt and missed most of the rest of the season. Now these guys are all 100 spots or more off of their preseason value, so below. Dozier, Odor, VR, Kinsler, Carpenter, Pedroia, Kipnis, Miller, Zobris, Forsyth, and Peraza. Those dudes were all ranked in the top 25 of second basemen, and now they're all 100 spots lower than their preseason rank. These guys are all 100 spots above their preseason rank. Jose Ramirez, Scope, Marwin, Castro, Owings, Jeanette, Taylor, Jerko, Harrison, Whit, Merrifield, and Jed Lowry. You were right. They are jacked up. That is a that is a whole jacked up scenario. Jesus. Yeah, that's that's great. Okay, so give me. Who do you want out of the this first group of trash that are uh, underperforming? Uh, well, I mean, I, I kind of said uh, Odor. Remember Odor? Remember Mamber when uh, I said Odor and then he got really good? What did you say about VR? I thought he'd be better. No, not so much. No, no, he's really, really bad. All the good that Odor is doing for you, <laughs> VR is doing bad for you. It's like in Talladega It's like, take a land. Everything cool that Susan said, you wrecked it. I did. That, that's what VR is doing. Uh, somebody asked in the army, Scope or Carpenter, rest of the season. Who do you want? Man, Scope has been pretty good. I kind of lean. I, I mean, okay, Carpenter's been really bad. Let me just let me get the numbers in front of me before I go <laughs> on and start saying all this. Because let's see, Carpenter hitting two thirty seven, fourteen homers, one stolen base, RBIs and runs are still there. Scope though, let's look at Scope's numbers. Two ninety five, eighteen homer. That scope though, <laughs> I am going to be a wild and crazy guy. I'm going to actually say Carpenter. Nah, I said Scope. Yeah, I put know it on the board. Um, yeah, sure. We're, we're starting Done. right now. Second half, starting right, in the second, second half, half only. I'll uh, go Matt Scope Carpenter. versus uh, Carpenter. Love it. I'll go put on the board, Joe. But um, I'm actually going to say if you only if I only pick two, I'm going to go Odor and Dozier. First two on the list. Yeah, okay, so who's going to fall off out of the good guys? Um, 
well, I mean, I almost, almost by virtue, I should probably say scope. I'm going to say, <laughs> mm, I mean, this, this is an easy list. Lowry, Lowry's going to fall off. Jeanette, I just don't believe in Jeanette. I'll be the guy yeah. that at this end of the season, I'm like, Jesus, Jeanette's still going, but no. Not, not I'd, I'd say Jeanette is is one and Lowry, I, I guess, okay. if I had to pick we both one. We both agree here. Uh, third baseman, Boggs, of the top 25 pre-ranked third baseman, Rendon, Justin Turner, Miguel Sano, Jake Lamb, uh, Ryan Healy, Jose Ramirez, Moustakis, and Eugenio Suarez are the only ones performing better than their preseason rank. That's in the top 25, so that's seven guys. Seven guys. So the uh, other 18 are underperforming. Bryant, who was, who was pre-ranked four, is 64. Machado, who was eight, is 188. Donaldson, who was 10, is 634. That's a product of the injury. Yeah. Kyle Seeger, though, not the 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 chalk <laughs> Kyle Seeger, everyone says. Kyle Seeger, though. Pre, pre-ranked 44 is 307. Beltray was 44, pre, uh, pre-ranked 44 is 589. Frazier was 69. Nice. 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 Is 227. Franco, 127, but is 419. And Logan Forsythe, who is 171, is 784. Uh, <laughs> same questions we've done. Uh, the two in the top area that are going to bomb out, two in the bottom area that return. Bomb out. I, I Okay. Uh, Rendon. Really? I'll say he goes really? lower. I, never I mean, bomb out is a big word. I'm not trying to say like they're going to be I'll, I'll just say they're not going to keep it up. Okay. Rendon and uh, I don't know who I want to pick. Uh, who else I want to pick? I guess I don't like Suarez, so maybe him. Yeah, I don't like but Suarez I, I feel either. like that's easy. That is easy. So I'll say Jose Ramirez calms down. This He's going to be 11. Oh, that's a, that's a good one. I'm going to say um, Red Thunder, Justin Turner is going to cool down. I mean, don't let Brandon McCarthy hear it, but I'm going to say Turner cools down a little bit. I'm going to say Miguel Sano. Let me ask you this. Okay. Mike Moustakis or Kyle Seeger rest of the year? That's a good one. Um, I kind of still believe in... So, I mean, if we were going to go say guys that are going to return, it's easy to say Bryant Machado. If you took them out, I would say Kyle Seeger is someone that's going to... Lower the deficit. So I think in the second half, he will be better. I don't know if he returns value. And I think Moustakis could drop a little bit. I am going to – I'm going to go Seager. Nah, I'll take Moustakis. Okay. I don't like what I see. I feel like Seager, for some whatever reason, it's just not his year. I don't know if it's his sight or something. He's just like – because he usually gets streaky and gets that nice month, but he just hasn't. Maybe, maybe it's coming in the second half. Maybe he's first half, second half this year. But I don't see it. All right. Uh, uh, shortstop, Bogman. Even worse than your second base garbage. Oops. Carlos Correa, Elvis Andrus, Jed Jerko, DD, Hernan Perez. They were the only preseason top 25 shortstops outperforming their preseason rank. Correa, Andrus, Jerko, DD, Hernan Perez. The only ones that are doing better than their preseason rank. Machado, Lindor, Story, VR, Russell, Tulo, Lord Diaz. Miller, Baez, Peraza, Anderson, Dansby, Crawford, Simeon, and Esdrubal are at least 100 spots below their preseason rank. <laughs> that is a giant list. That's crazy. That uh, is crazy. Shortstop has me, been garbage this year. Give me the two two outside of the top four. So no, Machado, Lindor, Story, VR. Two, give me two of the other ones left from Russell on. That you you think are going to return their value. Well, we sh- are you saying we shouldn't say Machado, Lindor? Don't say don't say those guys. I think 
Machado, Lindor, Story VR are obvious. Like those are the guys you're going to want to pick. So give me two of these other garbage bag of shortstops I'm that you so, would want the way, for the rest of the year. I'm not so sure I'm going to say Story. I'm not so sure. Okay. But um, I will pick. I think Story we've kind of hit over the head. Like we two weeks. Give him two more weeks not performing Gonzo. You know, Tulo was starting to heat up a little bit before the All-Star break. I'm going to say Tulo and Lord Aledmis Diaz. He has to come back up from AAA. Yeah, I think he comes back up. The one I wanted to say was actually Javier Baez. <laughs> of course he did. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say Simeon and nobody else. I say they all suck. You They're jackass. All terrible. You suck, you jackass. You jackass. All right, what do we got on uh, – on? oh, by the way, let me ask you this real quick. This is how interesting shortstop has gotten. We have some weird parameters in a, in a keeper league that we do, but I had somebody um, – you know who it is who has this. Is essentially they, – they're kind of talking preseason, but if I really wanted to push it, I could go in season. Offering me Cody Bellinger and Stanton for Carlos Correa. Wow. Yeah. Now, see, this same jackass offered me Bellinger and Abreu for Machado. Yeah, they're, they're trying, He's trying to, get, to get an elite player, and that because of, of how bad the the position has gotten. Yep. Yeah, it's it's, it's kind of bonkers. So, uh, outfield, uh, read us out the outfield. Above pre ranks in the outfield: Blackman, Springer, Stanton, McCutcheon. Can you believe McCutcheon's on that list? By the way, yeah, that's crazy. How he started. I offered him to Youngberg for Danny Duffy. Nothing. Nothing. Uh, thank God. Uh, K. Riss Davis, Billy Hamilton, Kane, Benintendi, Ozuna, Sano, Duvall. Those are above pre ranks. Two hundred spots below. Marte, obviously, Braun, Cheater, and Hurt. Pollock, Hurt. Cargo sucks. Cespedes, Hurt. Polanco, Schwarber, Herrera, Pence, Piscotti, Peterson, Thomas. 200 spots below. Wow. It's a lot. Uh, surprising in the top 100. Judge, who we mentioned before, of course. Bellinger, of course. Dickerson, Domingo, Santana, Jay Bruce, Enciarte. By the way, uh, in the All-Star game, Welsh, Enciarte. How's that par of 2.0 working out for you? Gardner, Souza, Reddick. Th- Thames and Avisel Garcia. Is it Thames? Thames. 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 Pam. 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 With an There's M. There's a D on the end. There's no D. Is it Pan or is Pam? it Pan? No, seriously. I, I feel like my D life on the end. exists Thames. around that. We had Vlad on. It wasn't Vlad that we had on. Yes. Who the hell do we have on? And it was and they're saying Thames, and I was like, they're saying Thames. Is it Thames? Thames. Like, it's Marcus Thames and Eric Thames. God, hate him. Hate him. <laughs> and steroid face. Um, so what do you want to do here? Surprising top 100. I mean. Who are you buying in this 200 spots below group? Give me give me one guy that you think is going to, from this point on, hit their projected rank. Bogman, I'm Oh, it's going to hit their projected rank? Because mm. I was going to tell Get you. Get out of here with Schwarber. Shut up. I might buy every single one of these players right now. Every single one of these players. Buy Jock Peterson, except Jock. Oh Pe- uh, no, I'm not buying. I'm Peterson, not interested in Tomas, Scotty, Tomas. Those guys can get. I'm not out super of interested. Yeah, I agree. I'm not super. But uh, Odubel, Schwarber, Polanco, Cespedes, Cargo, Pollock, Braun, Marte. I'm not sure how I am on Polanco right now. I'm pretty low. But the prices on guys like Cargo and Schwarber are at an all time low. Pollock might kind of cost. Marte is still in an interesting way because he's just about to return. So if I had to pick Who one in this that can group, re- would you give up Corey Dickerson for you have Corey oh, Dickerson? Wow. That's a good question. Tell me who you're trading him for in this group. Marte, okay. Braun, Pollock, 
Cespedes? I'd go Marte. That's it? That's it. You wouldn't take Pollock over Dickerson? No. Well, I mean, I would, but Pollock won't stay on the field. You're Braun pro- won't stay on the field. Cargo won't stay on the field. Cespedes has been on the DL twice. That's, this and you is, know I'm a Cespedes guy. Yeah, this is not a correct statement. Like, uh, you're not <laughs> correct here. Okay. Uh, it's my opinion, so it's my it's opinion. It's wrong. It, it, it you're a Diamondback, homie. You're supposed to pick Pollock. Yeah, well, I'm not going to pick Pollock. Everybody knows. I planted my flag in that. I'm never going to have Pollock. Did, wait, did you say— He's always hurt. You wouldn't accept— I would take Marte. That's you, it. You wouldn't accept a Cespedes trade for your Corey Dickerson? No. Cespedes is not going to stay healthy this year. That's crazy. That's crazy. I love Cespedes. I think Cespedes is better than Dickerson. Dickerson has been good and not hurt. Cespedes has been bad and hurt. Go. So I'll take the not hurt guy. Teespring.com, uh, in this league.com, C Dick run. Get your C Dick shirt. We have a C Dick shirt. Starting pitching, the Welsh. All kinds of stuff going on here. Uh, guard, Bumgarner, Arietta, Lester, Cueto, Verlander, Hendricks are pre ranked in the top 15, are at least all 150 spots off of their pre rank. I mean, you got to take Syndergaard and Bumgarner out of that, but Arietta. Lester, Cueto, Verlander, Hendricks. Don't. When you're just talking about ranks, you don't because I understand they're injured, but they're injured. Like yeah, but Bumgarner is starting. Bumgarner is back. I get that. But if you're looking to the second half, I'm not worried about Bumgarner. Syndergaard's a whole other story. But man, Arietta, Lester, Cueto, Verlander, Hendricks. <laughs> you got three Cubs in there. These were all pre-ranked top 15, and they're 150 spots off. Pick one. Don't go. We're excusing the first two. You have to pick Hendricks, Verlander, Cueto, Lester, or Arietta to rebound. Shotgun. <laughs> no. Pick uh, one. Yeah. You have to pick one. You have to pick one. Cueto. Not Cueto's Verlander? Still in a good park. No. Hey, who knows where Verlander's going to go? If he goes to Chicago, pfft, no thanks. Um, I'm going to go. Mm, I just traded for Cueto, too. It's Verlander or Cueto. Rank these real quick. <laughs> it's like five bullets in the chamber of the gun else? you're going to blow in your okay, head. Okay, uh, Cueto, Verlander, Lester, Arietta, Hendricks. <laughs> you hate Arietta. I'm going to go Verlander, Cueto, Arietta, Hendricks, Lester. I hate Hen- I hate Lester. Stank, and I hate I it. hate him. Stank, and I hate him. Top 50 outperforming their pre-rank here. Scherzer, Kershaw, Sale, of course, Kluber. Strasburg, Carrasco, Granke, Fulmer, Keiko, Paxton, McCullers, Stroman, and Manea are above their pre-rank. So there's some decent ones in there. Yeah, that's pretty good. Wood, Vargas, Straley, Nova, Anderson, Nelson, Severino, Godley, Berrios, McCarthy, and Clevenger were pre-ranked below 300 and are now in the top 150. Wow. That's Give some... me two to hold there. I, uh, not Berrios. We know, not Berrios. Not Probably you got to take Wood out of there, too. Yeah, not Berrios, not Wood. I am two to hold top 150 value rest of season. Luis Severino. All right. Love the strikeouts. Oh, man. I am going to say Dan Straley. Okay. I don't like Nova. Dude, Nova has almost half the strikeouts to innings pitched. He's like 120 innings pitched, and he's like 67 strikeouts. Anybody. Not once. Not once. You- <laughs> he never walks anybody. So his whip is really low. What That's about why you? I like him. What about you? Um, I I really wish uh, Chase Anderson was healthy because I've turned around on him. Of course, now that he's not a diamond back, I think he's good. So I, I would put him in there. 
But uh, I'd probably go with Severino and Godley. Okay. I like Godley. I don't think he's Josh Colmenter. So. Okay. All right. Uh, last one on these ranks here. Closers, talk to us. Relief pitchers, uh, top 16 save leaders, eight are ranked below 120 because they're awful ERA and whip. You mean worse than 120? Worse than 120, yes, below. Okay. Uh, Felipe Rivero, Chris Davinsky, Andrew Miller, Brad Bratch, and Corey Knebel, they either don't get saves or they didn't start the year as the closer and are now ranked in the top 100. So that's Rivero, Davinsky, Andrew Miller, Bratch, and Knebel. I mean, it's in the elite category there. That's pretty interesting. Top 100. What do you think, uh, like, you're going to be, like, making a move? Are you going to – who are the players that you're going to be buying on? There's a lot of second-half stuff. Who are the players you're going to be selling? Is there anything that jumps out of these ranks that you you feel strongly about coming into the second half? You're like, my goal – you don't have to actually own these players. But my goal, number one, is like – I'm selling Aaron Judge. I am selling high on Aaron Judge. I'm selling high on Alex Wood. I'm buying Manny Machado, and I'm, I'm buying I'm Justin se- Verlander. I'm selling my high-ranked guys that aren't uh, high-end starting pitchers, I think, because pitching has been so weird this year. It's gotten a lot better. Remember that first month? I mean, everybody was panicking. They were ready to set themselves on fire and uh, do a backflip off a building. So it's gotten better. But I think, I mean, I'm trading Strasburg. You know that. Yeah, you I'm are. trading Stanton. I'm trading those guys, especially this year, because their value is really high. Um, I think unproven players that, like, I would trade Dickerson. I wouldn't trade him for Cespedes, like we said before. I got one for but, you. Would you trade Dickerson for Miguel Cabrera? Yes. Okay. I would do that. I was just looking at Miguel Cabrera. Miguel Cabrera, to me, is one of those like prime players that I would want to buy right now. It's been an underperforming year. I'm disappointed, but he has he's just always performed. He's Miguel Cabrera. Like Miguel Cabrera is the epitome of consistency. So I fully believe that he can turn this around. So that would be a player that if someone's selling low, I'd wanna I'd wanna try to buy. But Corey Dickerson is a really interesting one because he's just played so well. I wonder if those would match up for people. You know, someone um, good in the outfield, have Corey Dickerson. Someone's just done with Miguel Cabrera. I mean, I would make that trade. Is there anyone that you surprisingly wouldn't sell? Because I have one, and it's Elvis Andrus. I don't think I'd sell Elvis Andrus. Really? No, he's playing too well. I think he's hard to sell. That's That's a great point, Bogman. I think he's really difficult to sell because most people don't believe in him. And you shouldn't take, I mean, you shouldn't be taking less than like a top 30, 35 player for him, you gotta right? got to get a shortstop back because they all suck. They suck. That's absolutely right. You're, you're right about that. They're so bad and inconsistent. It's vault. You know what it is? Dude, shortstops are early season starting pitching. Remember where you would just, everyone yeah. had to overpay for starting pitching? That's what the position at shortstop has been. Carlos Correa has vaulted himself up to be theoretically the number one shortstop. I mean, Manny Machado is a popular buy right now. I think people would love to get Corey Seager, though You know, sometimes you look at some of those players and you see some empty, you might see empty stats as far as stolen bases and stuff from Corey Seager, but that's the position to try to go and buy right now. And I think the cost is going to be premium, so I don't disagree with you. I just don't think people will believe in Elvis Andrus enough to warrant you making the move. Someone will try to lowball you. I mean, would you trade Elvis Andrus for Cespedes? No, no, I don't think you can. Ooh, what about Marte? Someone offers you Starling Marte for Elvis Andrews. You do that? I would do that. Yeah, I I still think Marte is a top two round talent, um, but obviously he's a giant cheater. So big cheater. 
right, well, Boggs, let's go take a quick look at some of our bets, our board bets. Remember, go and search Bogman's Evil Tooth. You can see the uh, shared document that Joe Juniman, the amazing, amazing uh, ITL Army member, has created and gone back and looked. If you want to kind of see some of the bets that Bogman and I have done, we even went to, like, um, you know, uh, uh, bold predictions. Like, I'm looking here. You know, one of my bold predictions, Bogman, is I had uh, the Houston Astros winning the World Series. And that's looking yeah. good. You had the Cleveland Indians. It's not yeah, it's great. not bad. No, it's not bad. It's not bad. So you can go look at that. Awards. Um, we both are going to be destroyed on AL Rookie of the Year. We picked Ben Benintendi. NL, you took Dansby. I took Cody Bellinger. I probably got that one. Yeah. I don't think we are going to hit any awards, except <laughs> you had Paul Goldschmidt as your MVP. I think that's possible. Yeah, I mean, Altuve has a shot. You, know, if you have him as your AL, yeah. Uh, yeah, if if Judge, you have. Oh no, I have Ms. AL. Yeah, you have Mike Trout as your AL. Right. So if if Judge collapses, Altuve could win the AL MVP. But Gold, Goldie's looking pretty strong. It's a pretty strong one. So the the two really important ones you want to take a look at here, and I will just review a couple. Is we played two games. We played the chicken, the chicken, which we chicken. like to play, and we did some player debates with chicken. Is you guys know we would set a, a just a stat for a player and we would keep going until the other person couldn't go. So here's a prime one that I'm going to lose with catchers. <laughs> why did I do this? I went up That's to 30 right. homers with Kyle Schwarber. One. I went 30 homers with Kyle Schwarber. It's currently at 13. I'm not going to win that one. There's no way. A lot of these are really close. Like, like you have uh, a similar one, Bogman in catchers. Uh, my Schwarber one's ridiculous. You had Gary Sanchez at 27 homers, but with the injury, he's still at 13. You got a shot, but that's going to be difficult. Yeah, he's got a hit. For, I need some of that home run derby power that knocked out Stanton is what I need. First base is interesting. Uh, you went Goldschmidt, 25 stolen bases. I wouldn't go that high. He's at 13. You had Kendry. I don't think you're going to win this one. Cheese and crackers, 98 RBIs. He's at 48. I, it, he needs to pick up the pace, but it's close. Uh, I had Miggy at 188 hits. He's at 72 mm, right now. Not going to get that. Votto might be okay. You're going to get that. Yeah. Yep. Uh, 105 walks. I said 62. Greg Br- <laughs> This one's hilarious. Uh, why did there's no? This is a lie. I did not do this. Greg Bird, twenty four <laughs> homers. I took that. He has one. There's no fucking <laughs> way I did that. Twenty three in the second half. The well. That's ridiculous. What an idiot. Uh, second base, D Gordon. I went up to fifty three stolen bases. He's got thirty two. I think I might be good. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, that's a possibility. I had two hundred nine hits for Altuve. He's got one hundred sixteen. So he's like pacing exactly for that. Gonna lose this one. I had VR at 46 swipes. He's only got 16. He needs 30 in the second half. The problem is you have to get on first to steal second. That's very true. The third base is interesting. I ha- I went Bryant up to 41 homers. He's only at 18. I don't think I don't know if I'm going to get that. Um, this one is fascinating to me. I forgot we did this one. This is a, you guys should have fun checking this out. And I always love hearing any ones you guys want to participate in. But we did a comp. Sometimes we do combos. Uh, combo Pizza Hut Taco Bell. If you get the rap reference, good on you. Uh, you had a combo 48 on the homers and stolen bases for Frazier, and you only have 20. I kind of thought that was a lock for you, and eh, it's still far away. He's got to start stealing more bases. Like, the homers will come. 
He'll hit the homers, but he's got to start stealing the bases. One of two of the chicken games have already been won, and this one, I had Mike Moustakas at 19 homers. He has 25 in the first half, so I won that a while ago. I can't believe that. Yeah. I can't believe how many homers he's hit. The short stops, um, uh, 400 at-bats for Javier Baez. You'll probably get that. He's at 242. You might get Machado. You had seven stolen bases, and he already has four. Yeah, and the, but the 180 hits for Segura, I'm not going to get because he was hurt. He only has 89. I, I guess he could have, he could have 91 second half hits. This but. is pretty crazy over here. Uh, this is what I love. So my outfield one, we did another combo. I'm going to win this just from homers. George Springer, I did a combo, 43 homers and stolen bases, and he's at 29 right now. So 14 <laughs> homers in the second half uh, ties this. 15 or 14 and one stolen base. I get it. You're going to hit Stanton, 36 homers. Uh, he's got to stay healthy. Yeah, you'll get it. You're not going to hit Eaton because he's out. Uh, Yosemite Tomas, you're not going to get. This one's incredibly going to be incredibly close. I can't believe you went up to 80 stolen bases on Billy Hamilton, and he's at 38. Well, he stole like eight against the Diamondbacks in the last series right before the uh right right before uh, the break, too. So he helped me out there. So he's just got to... You know, he's got to pace out well. We'll uh, see. Starting pitching, just real quick. Archer, you, your chicken bet, you went down to a 3.7 ERA. He's at 3.95. Mm, You'd be good. Come on, Archer. David Price, I think you might hit. You said he'll start 15 games. He's at 9. I get that. I can, This is. I stuck you with this one. You said did. 15 quality starts with Harvey. You thought you were going to get me, and I got you. <laughs> yeah, 15 quality starts. Uh, I don't know if he'll start 15 games. No, I, there's no doubt. Uh, Taiwan Walker, I we had I got uh, a 4-1 ERA, and he's at a 3-6. I've definitely nailed that. And then the other one that's already been beat uh, for closers, you said Addison Reed would have seven saves, and he has 15 right now. So you're, you're rocking that. Uh, player debates, though. Some interesting ones. End of season Yahoo ranking. You took Evan Gaddis, I took Brian Mc, McCann, and uh, or no, I took Evan Gaddis, you took Brian McCann, and I'm currently winning that one. That one is flipped it, it, because McCann was ranked higher like two weeks ago. Yeah, and so I'm taking that one. Uh, another end of season Yahoo ranking, we had Chris Davis, and we both took Matt Kemp on the player debate. It was, it was who would finish higher, Chris Davis or Matt Kemp. Funny story, though, they're both not great. They're both po yeah. uh, they're both higher than 250 on the ranking, but we both took them. Um, another one: Odubel Herrera or Andrew Benintendi. You took Herrera. How I took. Did I take Herrera. <laughs> no, I, you I, love Herrera. And I took Benintendi though, and uh, I am firmly winning that. As Benintendi is ranked 99, and Odubel is 647. Uh, yeah, combined rest, uh, combined end of season is run homer and RBI for Seager versus Seager versus Seager, Corey versus Kyle. Both of us dumbasses took Kyle, and Corey is winning that one. Yeah, so I think it's an interesting one we did, too. There. Runs, homers, and RBIs, and Corey Seager's winning that by, like, like 27 or 28 or something like that. Yeah, we did the uh, combined end-of-season homer and stolen bases for Tim Anderson and Marcus Simeon. You have Simeon. I have Anderson. Anderson's at 14. Simeon's at 6. But I don't know. I feel like you're going to win that one. I might catch up on that one. Yeah, I, because he's just coming back. End of season 5x5. Five five, <laughs> is the best. Marte versus Turner. I mean, I've got a chance to win this, though. Yeah, you do. I took Trey Turner, and uh, I'm winning all five categories because Marte is a stupid suspended cheater. But he's <laughs> going to come back, and this is going to be that's going to be a super, super close one. You know one. what's going to be funny is when I lose that one because Trey Turner comes back and plays the last two weeks. Oh, that would be funny. It's going to make me so mad. Yeah. Uh, end of season stolen bases, Enciarte versus Kiermaier. You don't have to know who took who. Of course, I took Enciarte. Yeah. He's winning 11 to 10. End of season strikeouts. 
Fulmer versus Felix Hernandez. Fulmer only has 84, but Felix hasn't been playing. 46. Uh, we both took Robbie Ray in strikeouts over Pineda, so we're Winners. doing well there. Uh, end of season quality starts. You took Selman. I oh. took Dylan Bundy. <laughs> I mean, Bundy's been awful, but he's still yeah. beating the crap out of Selman. And end of season saves, we both took Kimbrell over Britain. Thank God, because Britain only has five. And we have a point system to it. So currently Bogman of um, you know qualified points here has eight points. I have seven points. Bog Nation! So- yeah. Of domination, eight to seven. Yeah, you know it's a it's a ra- it's a it's a marathon. It's not a race. Sprint. Whatever you call it, you dumbass. It's a sprint. Yeah, it's a sprint. <laughs> marathon, not a sprint. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I'm gonna it's a win. Race. You're going, gonna lose. You're floating in the race. It's the stuff is happening. You can't yeah, be fooled again. Fool me once, shame on shame on you. It fooled me. We can't get fooled again. Is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> we can't be fooled again. All right, all right. Last up on the show, it's the ITL ball bag. Let's go. ITL. I seem to be dropping all your mail. Oh! I guess I'm a clumsy mailman. Think I got hit in the ball. You're a bad mailman. Questions, ballbag at inthisleague.com. I had like three people say, hey, what's the ballbag email? Like, dude, it's ballbag at inthisleague.com. I, I, I think I say it enough, I thought. But uh, I'm appreciative Apparently that people not. asked because people put in question, though. There were not questions coming Wednesday, but then all of you like superheroes came flooding in with questions and the ball bag was filled to maximum capacity. In fact, we had to put it in a wheelbarrow and walk around with our ball bag. (laughs) Buffalo soldier. Now it needs to turn into a speed bag. The Welsh. Yeah, it does. Let's let's speed through this. So uh, what's the first one we got? Justin Lee says he's got a ball bag question. Which one of the following three guys could possibly win me my league in the second half? Even if it's a long shot between Ian Happ, Clint Frazier, Paul Zajong, or would you just play a journeyman like Mike Moustakis? Effing mm-hmm. Annabelle, LOL. We were talking about Annabelle in the last episode. Oh, did we did we say Moustakis was Annabelle? I don't remember. Uh, no, I just remember us talking about Annabelle. I do, too. It's the worst thing ever. Like Too many when, shows. When we do good stuff and then people make reference to it and I'm like, when did we say when did we talk about well, that? What was the reference? I don't even remember. Like we only spent twenty hours a week speaking into these microphones. Yeah, no, I mean, it, I love that that somebody liked that. I just I'm trying to remember the reference. I wouldn't call journeyman to Mike Mustakis. You if, take Mustakis over these guys. Yeah, I would right? take Mustakis over all these guys. But if yep, if let's take that away for a minute, if you had to pick one, I'm going with Clinton Frazier. Um. Yeah. If I had to pick one, it'd probably be Frazier. Uh, I like Hap better. But I don't know about playing time down the stretch, so I'd go with Frazier also. Well, yeah, Frazier. I mean, Frazier has the same playing time issues that exist. So uh, all these guys do. But I think the best player here is Clint Frazier. So if you're talking about who's a long shot of these players that could help me win in the second half, Clint Frazier in that bat speed, man. He's going to walk into some homers. Red Thunder. Especially if they're a man, dude. If they bat him in like in front of Judge, I don't know what they're doing with that lineup. Really, if he's within two spots before or behind Judge. You're doing great. You're doing great. Chris Branthover. <laughs> Branthover. Instead of an FU or an all-star team, he put together a bounce-back or throwback team. Oh, cool. Well, we're going to assume 12-man. I'm going to list them off to you. You're going to say them immediately. Ready? What am I going to do? I'm going to say yay or nay. Is that you're going to say bounce-back or throwback. Oh, okay. Okay. I got you. Are you ready? Yep. Lucroy. Bounce-back. Cabrera. Bounce-back. Kinsler. Garbage. Machado. Bounce-back. VR. Throwback. Throw, throw Polanco. Back. Throwback. Hanniger. Bounce back. 
Schwarber. Bounce back. Porcello. Throwback. Bounce back. Tehran. Garbage pile and burn it. Salazar. Uh, I think it bounce back. Yeah. Arietta Lesser, Kendrick's lackey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All the Cubs starters. Arietta bounce back. The rest, garbage pile. I'd say Lester bounce back. I don't want any of the rest of them. Is it, uh, which of the one? What's the one there that's the biggest garbage pile of crap? It's Tehran. Yeah, Tehran. What a, what a Tehran waste. is so awful. What a I waste of space. My first two pitchers, and I thought I was being sneaky and smart because pitchers go so quick in our league, were Rourke and Tehran. <laughs> Quality starts, all that stuff, low whip, super smart move, <laughs> blow up in my face. <laughs> Kendall Grubbs, the Welsh, says, would you drop Hap for Yohan Moncada? Um, I'm sorry, what what, what happened? Shut up. Ken- Kendall Grubbs, <laughs> okay. he says, would you drop Hap for Moncada? And and fair enough, and he and he knows because he marked it in his email. Very long email. Very, he very long email. It James was, Mitchner is jealous of his novel. Very good Are novel, you? and Bogman and I will we'll get back in George full capacity. George R. R. Martin <laughs> is going to finish the next uh, Game Ken- of Thrones book. Before Kendall finishes his next email. Kendall so- and George R. R. Martin are working on the next Kendall Grubbs email, is what you're saying. <laughs> uh, lots of good stuff. He, I think he was also saying he's a little bit new to baseball. He plays a lot of fantasy hockey. Great dude with everything that he sent. It's, it's a good email, but trying to distinguish and pull something out of there. Because he listed his team. I saw was this question, so we kind of uh, extrapolated this. Was He was really curious if he should try to pick up Moncada, who he could drop. He just didn't have anybody really that you could drop. I mean, his team, E5, Altuve, Donaldson, Seager. He had Benintendi, Sano, freaking, they have three utility spots in his league, and they're filled up by Bellinger, Rendon, and Hap. So his bench, I mean, really, actually, it could be, you could put Hanley in there if you think. He had a redundancy. You have Bellinger and E5. Let's throw that in there. Would you drop Hap or Hanley for Moncada? Mm, I would drop Hap. I wouldn't drop Hanley. Just immediately not? You just won't do it? No, I I want to try. I mean, we don't know when Moncada's coming up yet. I We think it's soon, but, you know, uh, the, the Welsh said, oh, middle of May, middle of May. Then he got hurt. Uh, middle mm. of June. Middle, it's, uh, it's coming. It's middle of July now. He's not here yet. Winter's so coming, he, and so is Moncada. Yeah, September 1st. So uh, I don't know when Moncada's coming up, so I'd rather have Hanley. Yeah, I'm I'm fine with that, but I would drop Hap for Moncada. I would drop Hap because if I'm looking at his roster, especially he, in a league like that where it's shorter, you know, there's good. I mean, Hanley has been on and off the wire. We don't play in one league where Hanley is would have been on no, the wire. No, his one oddity is on his bench. He has Conforto, <laughs> which, uh, and he has um, Marte and Hanley Conforto's Ramirez. Nice. Yeah, I mean, I love Conforto. So you know, Hap is starting right now. So. I would be comfortable dropping Hap and then inserting Ramirez or Conforto or something like that. And he has Trey Turner on the DL. It's a, it's a monster team. Yeah, I mean, Kendall, this is this is like humble brag stuff. He's, he says, <laughs> you know, he's a hardcore hockey fan, loves fantasy stuff, even getting into podcasting stuff. So, uh, you know, we, and we appreciate it. Lots of nice words. He says, you know, your show, as well as people like Spore, Colette, Eno, have vaulted, you know, his love of the game. So uh, he says thank you. But, you know, thank you, Kendall, for listening. And, you know, and, and thanking the time. You know, we joke. We make jokes about when people... You know, send long emails. 
you guys got to understand this podcast. We can't read uh, 12 paragraphs of something, so we'll, we'll condense it down. But I'll tell you this. I'm always flattered when we get long emails because that means you're literally sitting there, have enough care and time that you want to put together this big thing for us to, to read. And you guys always usually put nice comments in there. So don't think it and goes. And we're not trying to be jerks by not reading it. It's just, you know, we, can't. we, we can't. have limited time. Yeah, exactly. We're already going long in this episode. So uh, oh, extrapolating well. it back. I would drop Hat for Moncada, especially with the team that you have. Marte's coming back. You may even get Trey Turner, and you have great replacements that can put into that. I've never seen three utility. I mean, I know people like to do interesting stuff with utility, but I haven't seen that before. Uh, Justin, 12-team auction keeper league, head-to-head categories with ESPN starting lineups and 30 total roster spots. $5 salary increase on any player kept yearly. Though That is the setup here. He was just offered Noah Syndergaard at $18 for Jose Barrios at $1. Jose is my best pitcher. Would you make this move? Hell yes. Shot out of left field here. I'm going to say if Jose Barrios is your best pitcher, you're probably looking for next year. So if you're looking for next year, I'm all about Noah Syndergaard next year. This year. I love Barrios. So this isn't. $6 Barrios or $24 Syndergaard. $23 $23 Senegar if we're doing our math right the Oh well, yeah yeah I'm a total I'll take, idiot. I that see that's kind of tough to me. Not, not even I think close. I'm 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 taking Thor but I like Barrios a lot. I, I would try to trade something not Barrios to get Sendergar. If I could, I agree. I mean the guy no wants problem. to sell him. So he wants trying. a cheap pitcher. The guy probably has Got Chris, cheap, that, uh, What about uh if he had like a $1 Alex Wood? Jesus. Uh, would you rather give up Alex Wood or Jose Barrios? Um, I'd rather give up Wood man. and a keeper. Maybe. Maybe. No. I know what you're saying. It's just, I'll bet you this guy who has Syndergaard probably has like Chris Sale at $45 or Bumgarner, and he's probably got a couple other pitchers that are super high in pricing. So he's just trying to get comparable-ish pitching for low and he's and maybe he's just out on Syndergaard I don't know this is easily Syndergaard for me this is you know we're we're just living in this moment where Syndergaard's out maybe he doesn't pitch this year so we're devaluing him if you're we're out also of it living in a world where Syndergaard's on the Mets and the Mets have terrible track record with these pitchers you you something you some when you're right you're right you you might be right <laughs> just saying I'm just saying I, I'm still taking Syndergaard but it's not his hair trigger uh for me that's all Okay. I like Barrios a lot. Okay. Alexander Steinhoff. He says, been listening to your podcast religiously for a couple months now, considering joining the ITL Army. We shall see. Ooh, should we, uh, we, should we try to tempt him? If you join the ITL Army, you will get pictures of Bogman uh, with his cat and his doesn't hair doesn't want any of Bogman the Welsh. He says, I like what I've been hearing. Yes, I have subscribed, and yes, I'll do a rate review for you guys. First off, I'm totally new Welsh order. Yes. Last time I checked, the Welsh does the Prospect One podcast, and I'm pretty sure Bogman doesn't know that Keyboom is a Nationals prospect. Not a very loud noise. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Alex. <laughs> Not Appreciate a loud that, noise. You jerk. <laughs> I don't know who Carter Keyboom is. Give me an effing break. What position do you play? Shortstop. Oh, very good. Very good. First round pick last year. Yeah. Alexander is, uh, that's my guy. That's my guy now. Great. For life. Why don't you read off his stupid question? I don't like him anymore. It's a great question. It's a fantastic question. It's some of the best, best that I've seen. Best question I've ever had. It's the best. It's all the best, best questions. Uh, New Welsh Order, all the best people. Uh, yes, absolutely join the ITL Army, by the way. But until then, let's see your question. I think he said, we don't have it written here because he put this all together. So I think in his email also, he said like he was getting an offer for Bellinger like every week, which is like super annoying. Super annoying when people do that. Like, 
on the second time, you guys should work to get it right. You know, you either just say your trade offers are stupid and ridiculous, or you know, you say, let's try to work this out. You shouldn't have to keep doing it. But this guy kept offering him Bellinger. You must not believe in him. This offer, um, to give him Bellinger, he has to give up Frazier, Cano, and Dickerson. That's too much. Seems like a lot. There's a redraft, right? Not keeper. I mean, there are people that wouldn't do Cano. I was about to say, up. I think Dickerson and Frazier don't belong in this. And it's, I could see doing Cano, especially like, you know, like your roster construction. I could see that Maybe trade. Also have scope. Yeah. Yeah. But like, why do you have to give up Frazier and Corey Dickerson? All for Bellinger. Yeah, you don't. No one's going to do that trade. Yeah. I would decline and say, um, would you do Cano and Frazier for Bellinger? No. What if you no. had a decent second base replacement? Does that change anything? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, if I had a d- decent second base and like I had a horrible first baseman or something, yeah, I mean, I, I could see myself doing Because it. you'd have to look at a trade like that, like who's the replacement person? What if you could go pick up um, Ian Happ, you know, and you got Bellinger and Happ and you gave up Cano and Frazier? That looks a lot different. So I think the players that you would pick up are important in this, but I, I just think that's not enough. You should just say, like, what's your end game, dude? Like, Cano for Bellinger that might work. You're asking for way too much. You're obviously wanting to sell them because you're selling them every damn week. I, I would get to the bottom of it. Get, get the annoyance out there. You know, maybe, uh, tell them about Carter. Keep them. <laughs> uh, would you do, I mean, Corey Dickerson has had an incredible year. Would you give up Dickerson to get, uh, to get Bellinger? Yeah, absolutely. I forgot. And also he says, what is a realistic offer to counter this guy for Bellinger? He said his team is stacked with pitching sale to Grom, uh, Carmart, Carrasco, Paxton, but his lineup sucks. Sucks the balls. C-Dick has is hitting three twelve and has seventeen bombs. I would still do it for Bellinger. All right. I don't. Would think you I do would. Dickerson and Paxton to get Bellinger? No, I don't think I give up Dickerson. So no. Mm. Would you Bellinger, do Carmart straight up? No, no way. I would not trade Carmart. Not a chance. I mean, Bellinger's uh, batting average has just plummeted so hard. Like, he hits the homers in bunches, and that's great. So he's going to drive in runs and all that stuff, but his batting average is so bad now. It's 261. I mean, it's not horrific or anything, but this is not good enough. And if your lineup sucks, there's tons of first basemen, there's tons of outfielders. I just. And if your lineup sucks, you shouldn't move Cano in them. Like, like, it depends what you're doing here. If you're trying to compete, then, like, don't trade away. Tell this guy to F off. Yeah, or or trade him like Paxton and Frazier. Like send that's him, fine. Send him a picture of your ball bag. That's what I would do. Yeah. And that way he, he quit sending you uh, stuff for Bellinger or Bogman. Get like a angry, like get Bogman's face when he read this email that you were all new well shorter, like many people in this ball bag and send him a picture of that. That will guarantee to scare him off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like the, uh, the guy that says I look like mankind. That, that was guy. funny. That was pretty funny. You had a that's good response. Though. Yeah. Uh, John Durgan <laughs> says 12 team keep four. I Durgan have Votto. He's, Number one in our scoring system. I'm not considering trading him, but if I was, what should I ask for? So let's take the name Votto out of this. If you have the number one scorer in a system, what top do you Top 10 ask? player plus. You got to get a t- one of the top 10 players, top 15 players, and then another high-end player. So if you're trading Votto, you got to get Carlos Correa and DeGrom. If it's the number one overall player into, into your circumstances. Is Votto, does Votto warrant that? I don't know, but he's number one in your system. You must value on base percentage pretty heavily. I would want somebody ranked in the top 15, and then assuming I needed some pitching, I would also want that. 
So like a, I'm trying to think of something. So Votto's one. So you need like Altuve and Carlos Martinez. I mean, yeah, that's a hands down. You, you, here's the deal. When you have a top five player, you should make a deal that you're like, I got to do this, right? Like like one that, that stops you in your tracks. That's what's important. So many people are like, well, you know, this guy offered me like these three pieces for my one guy. It's like, well, how much does that really make your team better? You should look at a trade and go, Jesus, like I probably have to do this. You know, if somebody offered you Bellinger and Carmart, Bellinger and Carmart for Votto, you do that, right? No. No? I don't want, no, I don't want Bellinger. Why are you so anti-Bellinger? This is a batting average plummeted so fast. Yeah. I, I'm afraid for his second half. Afraid I for his life? No, I'm afraid for his batting average. I, I the dude could hit 225 in the second half. Be a I stickler. Wouldn't be that surprised. Be a stickler, John. That's what's important. You should get. You you should walk away from the trade being like Jesus. I won that, and that guy should feel uncomfortable. If you're trading right. a one, two, or three overall player. You should feel like you want it, and that guy should feel really uncomfortable with what he did. That's the only way you should do it. You you and should be on the you offense. you trade away the number one guy, you feel uncomfortable. So you should not yeah, be on they, the defense on trades. Right. You should be Absolutely. on the offense for the for the high end one. Uh, Morris Hill says, "I am I am the proud owner of Bell. It's this Bellinger podcast. Uh, I am the proud owner of Bellinger in a dynasty format. But realistically, I think it'd be a great time to sell high. Would it be insane to target Trey Turner for Bellinger? That was like wasn't that one of our debates the other day." I think it could have been. What do you think? Keeper League, who do you want? I know you're a big Bellinger mark, but Trey Turner is pretty incredible. Um, I, I want mean, Turner. I think I might want Turner. I really want Bellinger, by the way. But yeah, I would I would want Turner in that. So is it an insane target? No, it's not. Is it going to happen? Mm, I don't know. Probably not. But I think it's a good area. You know, a lot of people ask me these type of questions, too, with players like Bellinger, Judge, stuff like that. I'm more comfortable, like if, if I have my heart set, maybe it's not even Judge. Let's say it's Bellinger, and I want Trey Turner, and I value Trey Turner, I don't know, a full round over Bellinger. I'm comfortable targeting the high end and giving more. I'm way more comfortable finding the player that makes me happy and giving up more than settling to trade the player that I have for a comparable player. I will always give more to get what I want than just make a swap type of trade. So if you want Trey Turner, say, hey, what do you think about a Bellinger Trey Turner deal? He says, well, I don't know. It's not enough. I probably need more. Okay, what would more look like? And right. then go from there. Exactly. Uh, Mike Shuttler says, in a 16-team dynasty with 10 minor league spots, complete rebuild, he's four years away from competing, he says. Uh, he owns Brent Honeywell. He says, who are some of the position players that I should target in a trade? Thanks. Hashtag new Welsh order. Good man. It's a good man right there. You are, I, you are a good American, Mike Schultz. This, this one to me is difficult because people value prospects differently all over the place. Sure. So yeah, it's, it's really re hard to say. It's really hard to say what I would do is I would just float out. Hey, I'm, you know, willing to trade Brent Honeywell. What do you guys have? And see what the best offer is because sometimes nobody's going to offer you anything because they're just going to say, ah, that guy, I don't know about anything about him. I'm not going to offer you anything. Sometimes people really like a prospect for whatever reason. I had a dude wouldn't trade me Berrios for, uh, for you Darvish earlier. He just values you, uh, Berrios. So it, it, it's crazy. People get their own kind of value system going and 
They do all kinds of crazy stuff. So I would just offer them to everybody and see what the best thing you get back is. Yeah, I mean, I think I think that's kind of the way to go. The problem here for me personally is I'm a big Brent Honeywell fan. I think he's going to I think he's going to be a top end type of pitcher. I think he's going to be one of the better Tampa Bay pitchers that's been produced in a while, maybe since Chris Ar- Chris Archer. The dude can go up 97 and then he could drop a 78 mile an hour screwball on you. I mean, he's crazy. Uh, Sean Manea. Who do you want? I want Brent Honeywell, man. If, okay. if, if I'm in a rebuild mode and I'm thinking four years in the future, I think Brent Honeywell is going to be better than Manea. I just do. So, What's the best pitcher you'd get? But he said position player, by the way. He wants oh, position dang. players. He says, uh, who are some position players that you should target trading Honeywell for? So, I don't know. I mean, I would be aggressive. I'd look in the top. I, see, what I think is going to happen is a lot of people will sell older players. Like, you might see, like, Ian Kinsler for Honeywell. I don't know how good that is for your four-year uh, competing. So, you actually might be better off looking for just other prospects, two other prospects, or getting like a Odubel Herrera in something, or you know maybe Odubel Herrera straight up. That might be what you have to do. But how I think high? Honeywell like, can I, go I'm, high. Now I'm wondering how high you are on Honeywell. Will you give up like? Um, He's a top twenty-five uh, prospect for me. Let's see. Will you give up Anthony Rendon? Would I trade Honeywell to get Rendon? Would you trade Rendon to get Honeywell? If I'm in a rebuild, no. Would you trade Hosmer? No. Would you trade? Uh, let me get a good one here. It's one of those on. awkward situations where it's like, would you trade, and what would you trade for, type of thing. Like, I'd right. be aggressive in my want for Honeywell. Am I going to trade like younger? How about Conforto? No, absolutely not. Okay. I'm very high in Conforto moving forward into the future. Ryan Healy. Yeah, I might do that. Maybe. Okay. Yeah, I'm. I I, I think um, very highly of Brent Honeywell. But, you know, with prospects, one thing you can try to do and take advantage of is if you're trading major league talent for Honeywell, you could probably get more. Again, it's one of those things like you should you should pick what you want and then don't be afraid to give up more once you kind of got your your hook in the sinker. You know what I mean? Like if you want Anthony Rendon and you're like, hey, do you like Brent Honeywell? And he's like, yeah, I do, actually. Would you be interested in a Honeywell Rendon trade? Mm, that's not enough, man. Okay, well, what else would it? Honeywell and what equals Rendon? That type of thing. That's where I would go with it. At Zach Tram on Twitter says, really quick, just wanted to say I love the show. I started listening leading up to the season. You have quickly become my favorite baseball pod. Love you, Zach. You've both become two of my favorite Twitter followers as well. Yes, you too, Bogman. I don't know why I'm getting crapped on today. What's hashtag, hashtag new well shorter. Mm, good man. He's a great man. I don't like these people. I was feeling great last week. We had all Bogman. He says he likes you too, Bogman. Eh, I, I think I'm the leavens. You're, you're you're the main attraction here. What is so this very intelligent? Yeah, this very intelligent listener at Zach Tram asks. He gives Kershaw, Bundy, VR, and Duda. He gets Murphy, Hamilton, Story, Mats. Uh, felt like Billy and Murphy put my teams hitting over the edge into elite. My running backs are still my running. My relief pitchers are still solid, and I have some decent arms to not kill me on the way to 35 minimum innings pitched. By the sounds of it, it seems like he did the trade. So I don't know if he's asking. I'm not trading Kershaw because I'm not getting any elite elite players. So I'm not doing it. <sighs> this one's tough. Because um, he's giving up garbage. I mean, VR, Bundy, Duda, but he's not getting like awesome depth. I, I get Hamilton. Yeah, basically, this is Murphy and Hamilton for Kershaw. What are you doing? Um, Murphy, Hamilton. Yeah, kind of. I mean, story is eh, story and yeah, VR. Yeah, cr- the crap out. And, and we've always done this. You know, 
simplify your trades. Yeah, story and VR want. cancel each other out. Bundy, Duda, yeah. Mats, they might cancel each other out. So you're right. It is Murphy and Hamilton for Kershaw, and you, you're, not do, you're not trading Kershaw for Murphy and Hamilton. <sighs> Murphy's really good. Uh, I mean, I'm not, not doing good. it. I, I, like, I like Kershaw, uh, and I like that side. Especially so with a minute. Uh, well, well, I guess it. it's minimum innings pitched. I thought it was like a maximum. I don't know. I'm not doing – I'm not trading Kershaw unless I'm just like the question before. I should be getting like a top 15 player back. I should be getting like Correa or I should be buying on Manny Machado. If this were like Manny Machado and Murphy, maybe it's a different story. I don't know. Kershaw is one of the best. We just talk about the sale. Kershaw and Scherzer are like top five in the first half. You're trading them for a third round, a fifth round value that they're bringing back. I, I right guess now. it's just how bad is your, if your lineup is disgusting and you've been losing the whole year, and it's redraft, fine, make a move, do something, you know what I mean? Get back in there somehow. But if you're kind of middling, I don't know how much this is going to change your team. So I would stick with Kershaw. All right, uh, a couple quick Twitter ones. Judgment O'Day at Wawa Grub. He's the one that sent in the mankind. He says, uh, how did Greg Bird not get on the all FU team? Also, I love ITL. Hashtag new well shorter. Bogman looks like mankind. Sorry, that's uh, it's pretty mm. funny. Greg Bird belonged on there. He absolutely did. I said he would hit 24 homers preseason, and he's hit one, so <laughs> F you, Greg yeah, Bird. Yeah, I don't know. He's kind of a sleeperish guy. Like He just wasn't that high a pick. That's yeah. all. That's uh, a- my- uh, let's see if I'm saying this right. Asaf Yanko? Is that right? Asaf sure. Yanko? Uh, says, uh, hey, can you please rank these rest of season? Barrios, Jimmy Nelson, Nola Gossman, would you trade two of them for Pollock? Thanks. I would trade any combination without Berrios if I could. Nelson, Nola, Nola Gossman. Nola. Nelson Gossman is like sexy. Do that for Pollock. And then I kind of said similar to you. I said one of Nola Berrios. Like I wouldn't love trading Berrios. I agree with you. Nola and Nelson I could live with. I, yeah, you're, I, I could, I st- I could actually. For Pollock. I, I would trade two of these crappy pitchers for, for Pollock, but I'm not trading Berrios. I wouldn't trade Berrios straight up for Pollock. Really? God. No, Pollock doesn't stay on the field where you need him to play. He doesn't do it. How many do, games do you play rest of the season? Bet, should we bet? Do you think he'll go on the DL again? Because <laughs> I think he will. Um, The 10-day DL makes it awkward. Like, I want to say no. I want to take that 10 bet. Days, especially for Pollock. I don't know. You know, if he goes on the DL, even if it's a 10-day, he's missing two weeks. Yeah, maybe. All right. I don't know. Uh, so but, that's not a bet? Nah, that's that's a dumb bet by me. That's just not a smart bet. Okay. I'm, I'm well, hopeful. Then why would you give up a pitcher who's pitching as well as Brios for a guy that you don't think is going to finish the year out not going on the disabled list? I mean, there's circumstances. If your pitch is the rest of the pitching good, does he have like, you know, Kershaw and maybe Bump Garner's coming I mean, back? and pretty then, good Four Alfred. pretty good starters. Yeah, no, Nola's good. Nola and Barrios are in one category to me. Then it's Nelson. Then it's Gossman. So if you Nelson's can trade Nelson. Been good. Gossman's been pretty solid. Eh. If I could trade Gossman and Nelson, I'd do that easy. Nelson and Nola or Nelson and Gossman. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it depends what my team looks like. You're right. Barrios and the others is harder. I don't know if you can do Nola and Barrios at the end of the day. You shouldn't, you shouldn't have to, to your point. So uh, yeah. last one. Sean O'Malley at Sean O'Malley 17. Would you trade Nolan Arenado and JD Martinez to get Chris Sale and Billy Hamilton? Hashtag ball bag. He says the show is the sh. And then, by the way, he said, uh, when I answered, I said, hey, we'll talk about it on the show. He said, awesome. I'll definitely be listening. New Welsh order. 
all day right. for life. Right. It's the Welsh show. It's the Welsh and Cody Bellinger show. What a shock. Mm-hmm. Uh, get Chris Sale. You would trade Arenado and JD for Sale and Hamilton? Yes, I would. Why, uh, why does that surprise me? Uh, because you're an Arenado mark, and I, I am too, but he's underperforming this year. It doesn't mean that he's not going to be a top 12 player in the second half, but Chris Sale leads the league in strikeouts and is a top four player. Yeah, I mean, it, assuming like maybe you hit on some lower end guys, like maybe you got uh, Travis Shaw, you know, you hit on some other positional players. What if that it you... was just Martinez for Hamilton? Um, I'm fine with that. I think. Which I think side? If well, I just either. I think it's just fair. Yeah, I just think I it's think fair, so depending on what you're doing. You know, if, if you want like, um, you know, the four of the five categories, if you want just solid four or five categories, Martinez fits it. If you want elite stolen bases and you're trying to win that category with some runs, Hamilton, it makes I sense. I think Sale and Arenado's fair too, right? Like Arenado's pre-ranked higher sales outperforming Arenado. That's pretty safe. So yeah, like, I think this is wrong. a fair trade either way, but I want, I want to go with the starting pitching. You're not wrong. Um, I could see it. Teams can, team construction is important. This is a tough vacuum trade because, like, like I said, if you if you hit on some like Travis Shaw's and some players like that, you know, Jake Lamb, you know, maybe utility. This is easier. This is really easy if you've got some great replacement value at those other positions. Yet you are struggling, or you really need another ace. I see you doing that trade. But Arenado is he's going to be good in the second half. He really is. Yeah, no, I think so too, but I think Chris Sale is going to be really good too. So. All right, there you go. That is the episode of In This League, episode 153 on Twitter at Is It The Welsh and Bogman Sports. That's where you can tweet at us. You can send all your love with your hashtag, your new Welsh orders. Those are great. Hashtag ITL yeah. Live. Let's you, get some Bognation domination back up in this mother, huh? Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, if you guys want to do that, you can do that, I guess. Uh, we'd love to have you on our live show Wednesdays 9 to 11 Eastern PM of the PMs. FantasySportsNetwork.com. You can listen online or you can download the app. You can also go and uh, listen on demand. Just go to FantasySportsNetwork.com. You can also search iTunes. It's weird because you can search in this league and that show will pop up. But ITL is where you find all the rest of our podcasts. So we had a really good time. Two hours live radio. Steve Gardner, Jake Seeley. It's a little bit of baseball, a lot of football, um, some craziness. Me uh, picking some fake radio fights with Pisa Pia. That was fun. And uh, we'd love to have you on with it. And uh, I, we just got to confirm, but DVR. DVR is scheduled to come on this Ooh. week. So I got to confirm it. DVR from Rotowire. Uh, just uh, we booked it a little while back. So I'll, uh, I'll check back in. So Monday's <laughs> episode. Yeah, exactly. Monday's episode as we get back, we should be having Derek Van Riper, which will be a great episode. Still two a week. Don't go anywhere. If you're Dynasty Keeper, we got you covered. Maybe those redraft leagues have gone a little bit wonky, but uh, your support, your listening, all that stuff, it's all deeply appreciated as it is needed. And, uh, you know, if you are getting a little out of it, you're kind of a football guy, maybe you're even just a baseball guy, I deeply suggest just even consider checking out the ITL Army. It's a great way to keep tabs on us. Depending what level you are, you can get up to the level where you're just talking with us all the time. And whatever sport and whatever conversation you want to have, it's year-round. So that's what's the fun thing about the Army. And we have got 150-plus of uh, the craziest fantasy sports people out there creating leagues, conversation all the time as we were doing our live show. We're going to have a, um, a FNTSY room now when we do the live show so people can talk. Got the secret shows and the Prospect 1 coverage. That's for you Dynasty guys. You know, I haven't gone to full one a week. We're going kind of bi-weekly still, but 
you know, I'm going to be, I'm, I'm trying to ramp it up. The more army we get, we'll go, but I'm trying to do some great episodes covering you guys. would love to get your questions. And then as the Arizona fall league comes, well, I'm going to be taking some time off and I'm going to be there. Um, uh, I'm going to be there locked in with my stupid phone, recording all the video I can and trying to get more prospects. I have prospects now following me, not only their fam- families, but I have multiple MLB draft prospects that are now all up in my business. Follow me box. Yeah, I don't know who Carter Keyboom is, so I don't follow any of those guys. You want to hear the most Carter Keyboom <laughs> sound in the world? It's great. All right, in this league, check it out online and on Twitter. Is it the Welsh Bogman Sports for the arch nemesis of Swamp Thing? I am the one they call the. Bye bye. See ya. <laughs>